Motherfuckers, we're back again. Jeez. And we're oh, bringing you big smoke. I, I know y'all didn't expect that because I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk flag football. Damn. The best podcast for anything flag football. Bants, you know, just talking game, talking smack, and proving it out on our field every Sunday. With me in the virtual studio is big man hey. big mr 911 before big yourself hey, <laughs> hey. That's, that's good. coach extraordinaire lazar when man i came up with the game plan for osama bilardi you don't even have to play the grand coverage into the task <laughs> You guys, out of pocket, bro. Wow, <laughs> wow! But I couldn't make a joke about Congo. That's crazy. <laughs> and then that sick fuck over there, all the way out from Charlie's Town. Please send our regards, our deep, deep, deepest regards to your neighbor. I heard he had the big C. Hi, what's going on? I mean, we're good, we're taking it as the day comes. It's a difficult time right now. Our boy Charles, after everything, you know, the ups are out to get him, but you know, he's fighting through it, he's fighting through it. We're chilling, we're all right, we're back. Reparations, It's not cancer, it's juju. Anyways, back to oh, let's talk about football. <laughs> I mean, Rizar is a doctor, so she, she can see that. Like, <laughs> ah, they brought that man I, out of the cryo chamber to come and collect the crown. For what? Um, it's all his fault. <laughs> it, oh, look at men making women their problems yet again. I'm, I'm just saying, man. All this this hey, is just hard to do it. <laughs> She said, hey, I'm going to get one for Diana. She said, I'm going to get one up for you, man. Hey, shout out Diana. Diana is up right now. Let's go. Literally. Anyways, guys. Enough enough with the darkness. <laughs> All right, Sharon. So what are we doing with defensive? Right. Guys, we're talking defensive concepts because defense is essential. And as we were shouted out in that clip without Russia, oh my god, that's not my favorite player, and I'm supporting that team now. <laughs> Defense wins championships. Right. You guys, it's not it's not a right. front, like it is real. Like there are plays that are made on the defensive end that has like impact on the games. And when I say plays, like I'm not overly on about like picks. I think everyone just sees defense and thinks, ah, I picked it, I picked it. But like nah, like there is so much that goes into defenses that's just not about like interceptions. Interceptions all well and good. It's it's a good like it could result from playing good defense, which is like forcing the QB into bad decisions or just being at the right place to make a play and you make the play. That's good. You take it's it back to the differentials for sure. Total total differentials, you take it to the house, you, you score points for your team. It's good. Yep. But I don't want us to really fully think that's all defense is about because it's a whole lot more. Like, you could get one pick and blow coverage 20 times. What happens? 15 touchdowns. But, oh, I got two picks. Ah, mm-hmm. play good defense. Nah, nigga, you gave up 15 touchdowns. You sucked. Yep. You didn't play, you didn't play right. Jack. So, we need to understand, like, what the idea of defense is. Like, what are we really trying to do? And then what is the idea to come out of it? That will help us be better prepared towards actually actualizing it. I know I said that like twice. That's crazy. <laughs> but actually, like, making that shit, like, really work. So, I mean, I have last with me anytime he wants to butt in. I think generally, like, first, like, major thing we want to do is to understand what the offense is good at. Because generally, like, there are different schemes for defense. But you don't want to just have, like, a scheme. Just for having sick. Oh, whatever the situation needs from now till next year, we'll play cover two. 
regardless yes. of however the offense sets up. Nah, there are offensive packages that are specially built to beat cover too. So you play it, they play that, and you just keep getting beat. You now wonder, ah, I'm, I'm playing good defense. How do they keep scoring? How do they keep like marching down the field? Yeah, playing the right defense, but it's the wrong scheme for that particular offense. Yep. So, like, it doesn't work. Good defense without the right scheme is wrong. So, what you want to do is get the right scheme for the offense that is being played so you can maximize the best out of it. If not, you're just wasting the coverage. You're just putting people there, making them run around, do cardio, because in the end, the offense is going to exploit those weak points that it's going to exploit. So, I think the right scheme is number one, just to make sure you have it like what's best to go up against these guys. Like you're going to war. This is what they have. You're not going to fight these fucking guys that are coming with guns with swords and this thing. And they'll shoot you before you get off the line. What do you want to do? Come on, come back with bigger gun. Blow them off the field. That's what we're saying. Larry you could you could button now before I get to my next concept. No, I got you, bro. You must, I, I like what you said, bro, because I always tell people there are not many sports that you see where you feel like the game planning before is essential as on-field management. Defense is one of these sports and it is one of these sections in American football where, for instance, you have the privilege of film. I mean, in all sports, we know it, but American football, is it's more, it's more specialized in the sense that in soccer, you can have, you know, a winger that doesn't track back. Let's target that winger. Or you see, we have um, a fullback that always bombs forward but doesn't like defending. Shout out Trent Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> let's, right let's, let's target him like that. But American football is tough because you can't have a defender that doesn't like defending. That's, mm-hmm. that, you know, is, is can't, even, can't even happen. So... What you have, like Shimon has already pointed out, is situations in certain moments. You are, it's like a chess game. You have to always have something else up your sleeve. You have to keep changing the different looks. You have to keep changing the different coverages. Because if you set up the same way, you're going to get cooked. Every single time. It's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. You get me. So don't worry, guys. We're going to get to coverages after this. So share one over to you, brother. Yeah, so coverages. What are coverages? Coverages are basically like positions or alignments you play on defense that lets you take out a certain part, like, like different coverages, basically. So they let you take out certain aspects of offensive. And then, like how we were speaking last week about um, the female QB that is very good at dump-offs, I would like to believe she's really good at that because I like to believe if I watch film and I saw like stuff she was good at, there will be a coverage that I'll be like, hmm, let me play this coverage to counter this because I know if I have somebody there, it's either going to do one of two things. It's either going to force her into making a mistake because there's somebody there to prevent what she's trying to do or... It's going to force her into a bad decision, which is also basically, but it's going to make them uncomfortable. And then just yeah. that discomfort is enough for me to make it play. Because like Larry always says, there are more defenders on the field than offensive players because you count the two sidelines as defenders. So what do they what do they do best? Do they like to go long? Do they like to march down the field? Now, whatever they do, what are the best positional alignments to take out what they like to do? to make them uncomfortable and try what they don't want to try. Because everyone is going into the game with their best, like, okay, this is what we do best. This is what we want to do. How do I take out what their best is so that they try other things that I believe they'll be more error-prone to compared to what they are good at? These are the coverages, and they are different. We have, like we said before, there's cover two. Actually, it's from cover zero. There's cover zero. There's cover one. There's cover two. There's cover three. However, the game is going on at Hail Mary situations, it's prevents, it's cover, you can send everybody back at that point and just leave in Russia if you feel they are going to the end zone. But like there are different coverages, and these coverages are named mostly with the number of safeties. And we know what safeties are, the positions they play. So I think Larry would be best to explain the coverages, but each one of them describes the amount of safeties out back and then the number of safeties you have kind of determines the alignment everybody else has. Because if you have three safeties, you can't have 
the corners in positions where they are so far off the middle of the field that the middle is open. Like there has to be a way to balance the alignment with the number of safeties. Because if you just say, oh, I have like, I play cover three. So once I have my three safeties off top, everybody underneath should just be running around chasing people. You'll find out that those three safeties will never see the ball because everything will keep happening underneath before they even get there. So Larry, if you want to give us a crash course on coverages on this cover zero, cover one, cover two, cover three, and what's their best and the best and what they take out best in offenses. I got you always, my brother. So, as Sherwin has said, Sherwin has given us a good crash course preliminary on what different bits and defense are and different coverages. So now I'll go on to break down each coverage. So I'm going to break it down as follows. I'm first going to explain to you what the coverage is and then best scenario in which that coverage should be employed. So let's say cover zero. Sherwin said cover zero means there's no safety man in the deep. What this tends to mean is that the defense is in man defense, meaning is me and you, war for war, blood before blood, one-on-one. -on -one. That's all it is. So this, more often than not, is employed in situations whereby the QB has a low tendency to throw deep. If you're playing against a QB that likes to throw shallow or likes to do quick dump or so has a quick release, cover zero or oh, pure man that. defense. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I'm going to keep it on. Hey, hold on now. <laughs> so, at this point in time, you want to employ cover zero or pure man defense because what you're doing there is that for the first zero to two seconds don't forget you're still sending your rusher at the QB here you're sending your most feral rusher you're saying to the QB hey look I know you can't run and I know you can't do that quick dump off even if you do the quick dump off the tackle is going to be instantaneous because like I said zero to two seconds every man is hip to hip with whoever they're defending so chances are that no man open for the first two seconds after those two seconds, for three to five seconds, somebody's going to get free. So in that time, the rusher should actually be there at the QB and causing the QB's legs to keep moving. So that's the time where you usually employ cover zero defense. I have a question. Yes. Now, in the case of cover zero and you're playing man, most time people would play man in like an end zone play. Maybe a that one yard. Terrible, terrible call. I'm going to be very no, one yard, one yard to the end zone. It's still, it's still terrible. Still very terrible. It or is it terrible. Crossing routes. <laughs> yes, and that's the end of the, and that's the end of the defense. Man, defense in the end zone is a is a terrible call. Is a terrible call. Never to be done. I would okay. rather have you play cover one. You can't play cover zero. Even cover okay, one okay, defense, okay. Not, not your defenders zero, have sorry. to be. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Cover one. Let's say no. Cover even cover one. one. I mean that your defenders have to be pro bowlers. Like, they we're talking like you have seven all pro calls on the field. Mm. That's the only time I can say that, yeah, okay, maybe I can trust you guys to play cover one. Cover one and cover zero is specialist defense. Mm. Very specialist defense. Because what you need there, your defenders have to have incredible athleticism, mm. great mm. concentration, Fair enough. and That's immense discipline. Enough. Immense emphasis on that last one. Immense, immense discipline is, is, is because it takes one second of getting open, and that is it. There is no help. Yeah, I, I, I saw that because to be honest, uh, this is this is exactly uh, from what I saw on Sunday. This was it, how the Mavs played. They played, um, at a point, they played a man defense, and it was interesting to see. But like you mentioned, they have you know. Your players have to have like mad athleticism. So now my question is: in a case of like an end zone play, it, it's do you think it's still wise to still have a rusher? In the end zone play, it depends. So why do I say it depends? You can have what I call stylist rush, which is that okay. Granted, the rusher is seven yards off the line of scrimmage, or seven yards from the QB. What you can do is to counter the center's route or those short routes, the rusher's first instinct 
is to is to cut off the routes with their rush, if you get what I mean. So don't just rush parallel. Don't, don't sorry, not parallel. Don't just rush straight at the QB. Be a defender, and then in terms of jump the route, no, then attack oh. the QB. So what you're doing there is taking away the QB's first option, where you're, for instance, at the one yard line. The easiest mm-hmm. thing to do is always just to dump off to the center or the, you know yeah. player on the stand. So there and there, you tell the rusher, hey, wherever that guy moves to the center or whoever's coming in, I want you to run to that side of the field. Mm. First, take out the short option because what you've done there is you've given the QB one extra second to hesitate, meaning that the, the, the receiver's legs will keep them moving into the second level of the defense where your MLB is stacked or where your outside linebacker or cornerback is awaiting them. So it's almost like the rusher is the first line of defense to pass off to the next line of defense because what's happening there is once the rusher does that, if the QB still throws the ball, it was it's probably going to be pick or a back down. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't, you can't get to the the rusher. Exactly. Compared to if the rusher just goes straight and the guy just turns around and just passes the ball to his gut, once the player makes the catch there, all the defender can do is pull the flag. And if you're not quick to the flag, touchdown. Touchdown. Or you have to try and go through the player. Penalty. Penalty. Mm. Yeah. So, any other questions around cover zero? No, I mean, no, like, that, that... That, that, I don't know if you were saying like if they should not rush at all, which is why that no, no, answer no, no. was perfect. Because like when I used to rush, even not just in um, end zone, like maybe a critical third down or fourth down, like yeah, granted, granted, the rush is still there, but like not to start straight because once the center, especially if it's like a fourth and one or fourth and two. Like yeah. all they need to do is stretch the ball and you get to so you yep. and exactly. you can't you can't let your, your linebackers can't even get to them before. So you have exactly. to start with the rusher. So once they take out that and then you, you start and what that also does is it, it moves it moves the QB off the center. You you are more you are in a better position when the QB is not in the center because you take out half of the field. So if his plan was to dump off to the Russia and Russia is rolling out and QB is rolling out and you are the one in between preventing that. He can't all of a sudden spin back and start to run back the other direction to see. He's probably going to try to force his play down. That yeah, aspect. down the side so or something. Where the safety is. across his body, that's more likely that that's a bad situation. Yeah, it's a pick, pick. Yeah. So he has to like either take the sideline or like take what. So like that. But if he are saying at all like no rush, maybe because you want the Russia to play coverage. I don't think that's a good idea because yeah, yeah, it's going to get way open. too much time. Yes, okay. somebody's going to get open. Like you're having receivers run scramble drills, multiple routes, and QB is just standing, scanning, scanning, scanning. He's going to get somebody in the end zone. So, well, so here's the counterpoint. In Abuja, you guys have four seconds. Yeah. Oh no! Now we're changing that. It's all changed to now for rules now. So it's seven seconds. Okay, so seven seconds. That's time. That's That's right. Right. Bro, somebody's going to get open. Somebody will get open. Someone will get yeah, open. Yeah, definitely. Four seconds. I can dig it like and dig it seven. And even if anything, you're you're definitely forcing the QB to either cross that line of scrimmage or you know just throw the ball out, just intentional grounding or some shit. Yep. Yeah, just force them to do something that makes them more comfortable because they are probably yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, again, so that's general talk on cover zero defense. Like we explained, certain situations or certain scenarios is where the best to employ said defenses. So, then cover one, similarly, cover zero. What you have in cover one is now you have one high safety, meaning you have one safety defending the deep. This, more often than not, is your most athletic player whose sideline to sideline speed and drop back speed must be quite immense. He's playing almost like what in rugby we used to call a fullback in that particular position. Every other defender, half the time, is in man defense. So, this is a man zone hybrid, meaning you are leaving one, chances are, one man is going to be open because you're sending your rusher. So, one man is likely going to be free. Half the time in your defensive scheming, you always pick who you call the least likely to hurt you. But even if they do hurt you, you have you know that, okay, um, 
the collapse defense will get to them, or he can't score because you have a high safety. So that's what you do cover one defense. Like we said, what times to employ cover one defense? We say, okay, no problem. We realize that we know at this level, chances are they, are, they don't have six, <laughs> six legends or six out good receivers. Mm. One of them is just there for the cardio. So you say, hey, cardio man, we'll leave you to do your cardio. Every other person, we'll pick it up that person, high safety, do what is necessary. So what then happens is that the single high safety can decide to cheat to one side of the field where the number one receiver is. So you now have a bracket-style defense on that side of the field. You get what I mean? Saying that, okay, you know what? You, the defender, your second-best defender is there while your first-best defender being your, the safety is in the, is um, defending the deeps. You say, okay, you know what? Second-best defender is still their best receiver. What you're doing there is that's man defense. But if, for instance, he throws a post route, there's help over the top. Mm. Through the goal route on the sideline, there's help over the top. So at every point, the good part about that is you can scheme for number one receivers with cover one defense. But again, like I said, it's risky because if their number two, two defender, decides or number, you get me, <laughs> decides to and your number three defender is getting bombed, you've got to just change it up. Like That's what we always say. Because what then happens is, at that point in time, once the QB sees that you're in cover one, sees the number one um, receiver is definitely going to be double teamed, okay, he's right. then going to look for his number two and find what you call the mismatches. There will be a yeah. mismatch. And he'll look to exploit that mismatch. Yeah. But that's why we say you constantly have to keep changing. So like we said, cover one, as the name suggests, one high safety defending the deeps while everybody else, shallow, is playing man. So, next coverage is cover two. Now, cover two is zone defense. So, now we start talking about zone defenses and man defense. Man defense, name suggests, me and you, mano a mano, let's get to work. So now, zone defense. In zone defense, you are told to defend particular spaces. So, what this means is, in cover two, you have two high safeties splitting the field into halves, the deeps into halves. When they split the field, the deeps into halves, your outside linebackers or corners defend what is called all the out routes, while the middle linebackers defend the the middle, basically the middle part of the field. Yeah, the middle part of the field. So this area is between zero to about seven yards. Mm. What some, most teams do in that particular situation is play a high-low scheme where one of them stays in the shallows while the other one stays in the intermediary. And at that point, remember, when you have one in the shallows, one in the intermediary, you then know fully well the one in the intermediary is obviously the more athletic one who can step up in the event of a short play into that space. Linebacker, sideline, sideline spaces, speed is very important here. You employ cover two defense, Again, when, for instance, you want to take care of shortcomings of some of your defenders. You put your two high safeties preparing for a team that likes to send two men deep. You know that your safeties can handle both of them going deep. So that's for a team that has um, medium to long plays. You play cover two defense. And usually, again, cover two defense is often difficult to implement because of especially at the lower levels because cover two defense requires a lot of discipline mm. understanding spaces especially for the safeties understanding yeah. what routes and because an example is how do you beat cover two defense if for instance i sent a steam on a go route straight down the middle yeah it's straight tough. down the, a post a deep post no, Especially a deep post to take you to one of the safeties. Us. You know, you enter one of the well. Literally, it's straight. You get me? What, what, so if the, what if the wide receivers take the safeties down? So it depends. No, so that, you have to have a two-route two, a two combo. So if, for instance, I had, uh, I had a corner... One person group. running post and one person running... No, no post. Ten and one person running... Okay. A 10 and in. No, no, that would take you that, that would be easy pickings. So if you say, for instance, one person running a corner, and one person running a goal, 
and one person running a goal. Okay, that is fair. that is going to reach the cover two defense. One fair person enough. running a seam, one person running a goal. That will be the cover two defense. But you're you the exactly. So things like that where you, the safety has to make a decision, but again, a safety's job is deepest man first. You cannot be, nobody can be deeper than you. Pause. But nobody can be deeper than you. Yeah, that, that, was, that was an essential pause. <laughs> it was. Yeah, but so that's, that's the explanation then, cover two. So again, like I said, here you need a lot of discipline. A lot of discipline here for the safeties because the safeties need to pay attention to what is in and around them and understand communication in particular. Here is very important between the safeties. Yeah. I'm sure with the safeties and linebackers. Yeah. yeah. No, forget the linebackers. Between both safeties, actually, is where the most important communication yeah, is. True. For sure. Hey, look, I need help on this side. I, again, film is essential. If, for instance, we see a number one receiver lined up in the slot and a number two receiver lined up uh, the wide receiver or the out position, I'm a call for help because I, mean, I know <laughs> something's coming. China, China, China. Pause. <laughs> or something's coming. Yeah. Or someone's coming, actually. Technically speaking, someone's coming. So these are the things that you always have to be prepared for. So next coverage is one that is employed a lot, actually, in our league, is cover three. Yeah. Cover three or the bend but don't break, break defense. So what you do in cover three is that with cover, okay, let me go back to cover two. With cover two, my idea is I want to stop the shorts. Cover zero, cover one, and cover two. I'm looking to stop the shorts. The shorts mm-hmm. are intermediate routes. That's what I'm employing those defenses to stop. So if you have teams that have a high ascendancy for short or intermediate routes, Cover zero, cover one, and cover two is your best bet defense. If you have the team that, that likes to bomb, that they, they are they intermediate to long, then you go for cover three defense. Because now you have three safeties dividing the field into thirds and basically taking care of the thirds. Each person assigning themselves a third. So you have three. Again, our league is seven on seven. So you have three safeties. And what you have in our league would be three linebackers, basically. Because you have one middle linebacker and two outside linebackers. Mm. The outside linebackers must be very athletic because they are going to be defending a huge area of the field. So, essentially cornerbacks. Well, no. Okay, so the reason why I don't call them cornerbacks because the way, the way they are positioned... Yeah, it's I tough get, to call I them get, Yeah, I understand. I, mean. I understand what you mean. It's they're taking short outs, um, a whole lot of middle up until uh, at least you know the first third of where the safety is or something. Yeah. So basically, yeah, the outside linebackers are going to be like you said. They're going to be taking the outs. Their job is the outs because of how they are going to be lined up. You think of it as like a Venn diagram. There will be intersections. Mm-hmm. Both of them, they would intersect where the middle linebacker is because now you have one single mm-hmm. middle linebacker mm-hmm. and two outside linebackers or corners, as, as um, Zara said. So in that particular space, the outside linebackers are defending whatever five and out is coming from there. They should be prepared as well for a five and in. Because what I always tell people is, for my corners or for my outside linebackers, you have to have what is called a proximity alarm. Your eyes are not to be forward. Your eyes are to be side to side. Yeah, all over around. All All side to side. Because you there, half the time, you know fully well that there's going to be a lot of happenings in that particular space. Similarly with the middle linebacker. The only people who have the benefit of having eyes forward are those exactly who are who who have the buffer of the yards in front of them. Yeah. So, like we said, when is cover three implemented? Against a team that you know has a lot of deep threats or has a QB that has a tendency to want to throw deep. Safeties are responsible for 
their deep thirds. Again, it's 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 tough for you to send four wide receivers all running a go round. Yeah. Unless it's a Hail Mary play. Yeah. And again, with our with our outside linebackers or our corners, be prepared. Once you feel that there's no one in your zone, find the nearest man. What this means is, because you've looked out and nobody has run an out, doesn't mean you're just standing there. Yeah, the ins. Prepare yourself. Because you look at there's nobody in my zone, you're just standing there, my job is done. Nope. Start identifying strong areas of the field because it means that somebody is overloaded. Mm-hmm. We don't want you falling back into safety. That's not what we're saying outside linebackers and corners. We're saying the, the shorts, the hooks, the curls, the flats, that's where you are going to be. Sometimes you do what is called carrying, meaning you follow to a point. So if, for instance, I'm playing outside linebacker or corner and somebody just runs and out or runs a comeback but because my eyes are forward and I've not identified them I can carry with the comeback to a certain level because I know my steps I count my steps two and a half three steps backwards two and a half three steps in and the outs are mine so once you count that what you're doing is carrying and just by carrying you take away the option from the quarterback yeah. you have to act as a deterrent you are not a statue. You are not stationary. You are not stationary. You have to act as a deterrent. Defending is not hey, just by pulling flags. Oh, that's crazy. I'm dying. Defending is not just by pulling flags or getting deflections or making picks. Those are parts of it, but you also have to be a deterrent. Meaning, be a nuisance. Get in someone's way. Prevent someone from doing that. Those things count. I know our league is still quite amateurish where we only think about picks and pick sixes. Deflections are a huge thing. Hurry. Very, very. Hurry. Like when Scooby hurries are huge. Case and point, Alphas, Panthers. Bruh. Hey, guys. You are just giving, uh, see, Zara is giving you a taste of this, so prepare yourself. We're about to give you going to true rudiment. That's what we had to pick today's topic for understanding how important a lot of these things are. So like we said, in the particular, speaking about cover three defenses and understanding these things, the next bit of defense is cover four or prevent. Yeah. As the name suggests, more often than not, you're trying here to either one, save a lead before the end of a half or finish the game with a win at the end. So here we are sending four safeties deep to prevent anything from happening. Because here we know that QBs are tending to want to throw the Hail Mary, throw one for the road. So we're trying to prevent a score. So like I said, you only do this when, for instance, you want to go into the halftime with the lead or you want to end the game on top, pause. Mm-hmm. That these are the times that you implement such defenses. So, guys, hopefully, of, maybe to, you get me. Last play of the game, we know everybody. QB saying everybody go deep. We send what usually, I, for example, what I usually do in this particular situation is I'll send four safeties mm. and then tell my my outside linebackers or my corners to fall to almost the midfield. Yeah. Mm. And then just have a rusher. Have one rusher. Let the rusher just, you know, chase him until because don't don't let his feet set. Once the feet are set, it's easier for them to throw a deep ball. But once the feet keep moving, it's tough for you to set yourself, and that just gives me extra time to take away your seven seconds mm. and force you to do something weird, like just throw the ball to the just floor. Floats it. Mm. Yeah. So, guys, Sheung, anything to add? No, you pretty much covered it. So. Like Larry has explained the coverages, he has explained the best situation to play his coverages based off what the offense is doing. Or like we said from the beginning, it does not matter if you don't know the opponent you are playing, i.e. if you don't watch film. You need to know what they do well. 
You can't come out in cover three for a team that doesn't plan on going long all day. Your safeties are just going to be watching the movie unfold underneath them. You also can't play cover one for a team that has track stars that want to go long all day. Every play you will get, if you don't get scored a touchdown on every play, it's because I don't know what happened, but you would get beat. So identify the opponents, see what they are good at, try to get the best courageous to beat them. And what's also most important is we won't go into the game saying this is what they do best. So because they do dump offs, we play cover one throughout. They would at some point realize this is the courage they are playing. Let's switch yeah. it up. Let's sometimes you have routes that are just to disguise, just to open it up. Like, okay, let's go long on this play. Just let them know that we can to open things up. If you end up showing that no matter what they do, this is the courage they are going to play, you quickly realize that the offense is doing something different and all of a sudden, your defense is having to catch up. Now you are yep. scrambling. So it's about adjustment. Oh, they adjusted to this. Okay, cool. We would adjust to this to counter that. It's chess. This is your move. We'll make this move mm-hmm. to counter that. And then whoever like makes more of the right decisions will win the game. But if you keep making or if you refuse to adjust and say, yeah, my game plan is what we'll stick to, we'll just keep subbing. Because the end of the some people thinking is the personnel that is the issue and not the play call or the scheme. Yeah, so or the scheme. This, this sure. safety is a bomb. So let me, let me just sub him and put on that safety. It's still the same results because the coverage, your safety is not Superman, whoever he is. He can't fly from one side to the other. So in a case of where we're describing the best um, route to beat cover two, if they keep doing that where they put the receiver side by side, you run a corner, take that safety out of the field, let this guy run go, and you keep saying, ah, this safety isn't good, then put on that safety. The same thing will happen because that scheme is there to beat your defensive scheme. But instead, adjust the scheme and also have the best personnel in there to play those schemes. In the ones where you have MLBs, you can't have MLBs that miss tackles because your safeties are yes. all the way down the field tracking the long runners. So if they miss tackles, you are having to see a lot of yards after the catch, which is a whole different thing. Because you have the yards where the pass was completed from the QB to the receiver. That's that's the completion. But then how the receiver takes it up the field with jukes and missed tackles is yard after the catch. So when you have games where the receivers have so much yards after the catch, that means the bad tackling and your MLBs are either in the wrong position or they are just missing yeah. flags. So right personnel, right scheme, adjusting, right packages, and please, and please, do not stare and watch the quarterback. It is the worst thing you can do because as you are staring and watching, there is somebody, somebody going into a space you are supposed to be defending. Yep. Even worse, if it's man, there is somebody just running free because you are supposed to be hip to hip with the person. But you are watching what the QB is going to do and the receiver has gone. And once there is separation, unless the receiver drops, you are toast. There is no, you have no influence on the play whatsoever in that position. So do not watch the QB. Watch the receiver in front of you. If you are playing zone, watch your zone. That space is no go area. It literally should feel like heat seeking missile. Once somebody steps there, you feel it red. I need to go there. And that's how you do And then communication too. Because you need to know when to pass off. Oh, in this coverage, is like this is where this guy is going to be. Oh, he's living here. All right, safety. Someone is coming long. I let the safety. Because then if you don't communicate like that, you could have all these delayed routes where there's somebody that goes long to occupy the safety. And they have someone just creep off from the intermediate into that space the safety was supposed to be. But because yeah. the MLB did not communicate or say something, or even in some situations, even in cover two, when the safety is occupied, you have the MLB tracking the intermediate person trying to go long. Because in the space of time where the QB is supposed to throw, the, the, the other receiver, mostly slot receiver, could have run a route into that space and taken off. And then you now have an issue of there is no safety and it's behind the MLB. And that's, that's a catch. So you could have cases where uh, the MLB is free to release after the safety has gone because nothing else is happening underneath again. The person supposed to be in that underneath zone has gone up the field. You could take that person like in that position to cover that space because the safety is occupied. Because then you don't want a case where you look back and safety is in the end zone. This guy is literally in that space. Boom. 
So it's all about communication, adjusting, right concepts, watching film, and that's how defense is played. So guys, yeah. good defense. We want to watch this. We love when we love when like we see defensive plays. And if you've noticed this whole yeah. time, we've not really made emphasis on picks and all this because you could play bad defense and get picks. Yeah, it's just a case absolutely. of if the QB wants to throw you the ball. And there's a team now, I will not mention that it's it's a regular occurrence that he's going to give you one or two during the game. So Panthers. does that mean you the team is the Panthers? Does that mean Panthers. does that mean you're playing spectacular defense? No, the QB just likes it very much. But like when you play spectacular defense, is when you prevent the team from scoring, when you prevent it from driving down the field, when you force them to three and out, when you force them to go for four downs and they don't convert and they turn over on downs. That's all those things are signs of good defense. But when you have a team that is getting first down per play, which is getting 10 yards per play, then you are playing atrocious defense. Or a team that is scoring on one play, boom, over the top touchdowns, then you are playing atrocious defense. So guys, atrocious. Do what you will with that information. We have said it all. Oh, what, what, what I'll just close off with is to me, I have. Um, certain rules of what I call, or the the many people might say is the three A's of defense. Other people say is the four A's of defense. I have three in particular that I, I think I hold dear, which is assignment, alignment, and attention to detail. Mm. What this means is. When you say your assignment, who's my assignment? What coverage are we in? Are we in cover three? Are we in cover two? Are we in cover one? Where, where exactly, what coverage am I in? So that is, first of all, that was my assignment. First of all, if I'm in cover one, I know fully well my assignment is man. Who's my assignment in this man? Is it number one receiver, number two receiver? If I'm on the outside, it's definitely not a slot receiver. Why the fuck will I be taking care of the slot receiver? Unless... Maybe our def- our defensive coordinator has drawn a play where they know that the slot is going to come out towards you and they've called the switch beforehand, if you get what I mean. So you might be on the outside, but your receiver is on the inside because they are prepared for the receiver to come to the outside. They then just have you set up there for the easy pick. So that's where you talk about your assignment, your alignment. So, for instance, I would tell people, like she rightly said at the start, that you guys might have missed, in defense, where you're playing with nine men, not seven. Again, remember, guys, this is our seven on seven league. The other players you have are your sidelines. Your side, if everybody steps out of bounds and catches the ball out of bounds, it's no catch. You catch the ball and step out of bounds, it's a tackle. So, in that particular essence, you have two other defenders. So, alignment will tell you that the outside defender has the outside. So, you're better off defending the inside because there's no inside defender. So half the time, that's when we tell people inside shade, especially when you're in zone. You're better off lining up inside shade because in the middle of the field, if you catch the ball in the middle of the field, you can run for God knows how long. But if you catch the ball towards the outside, there's an extra defender who's the sideline there. So in that particular essence, you tell defenders, okay, look, if you are in man, you are square up. If you are in zone, you're better off taking inside shade. Mm. So that's how it usually works. So next up, we say we go to attention to detail. Attention to detail is little things like looking at the offense. You've noticed that this guy has called this play multiple times, and this guy keeps running the comeback over and over again. Attention to detail is telling you, in this particular moment, the detail here is if I play, or I, that's when you start hearing things like baiting. I'm baiting the QB. Because I've watched film and I understand that once the QB sees me looking like I'm impressed and he thinks we're in cover zero or we're actually in cover one, I can, by the time he snaps the ball, I can bail into my position and then play mate. Everyone is excited, not realizing that I had, I was watching this QB and I know he's setting sign- signals and that when he scratches his chin right, he's passing the ball right. I know when he, like an example is, uh, what's his face? Patrick Mahomes. People don't realize that he sticks his tongue out to where he's throwing the ball to. I'm crying. That's attention to detail. Mm. People don't realize that sometimes when that Prescott goes, here we go, that's part of the play call. Yeah. And some of them, it's just the cadence there is, oh, okay, if he says it's, that's, here we go, you know that it's not, uh, he's probably trying to make the defense jump offside. 
you get me so little bits like that people there's even a, i'll never forget there's even a little play where i, I know in our and let me give you some some instances an example is we know in our league usman mm. tendencies it when usman wants to center to goes exactly yeah he'll yeah. tap his 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 uh right side or left side you feel it you see it that again is a tell similarly with femi we know for femi as well we know for some other QBs what certain bits and bobs that help you change the play or when he looks at the receiver and he says, ah, Bami Debe. He's telling him to run a deep route. Yeah, they're like, yo. Them smoke you. <laughs> as if, ah, yo, you just, yeah, ah, stunt. Oh, yeah, go. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, the bike is set. Let me go and attack stop and do that. He calls stunt and he taps his head. That body is mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's fact. So you have little tendencies like that, attention to detail, where you are not just being a stooge or a statue on the field. You are doing your work and you are playing to the highest of level. We do this, guys, because we want, like we said, we want you to be better. We want you to pay attention. We want to watch and look at you and say, you know what, that that pick there was not a mistake. And I'll I'll tell you something, guys. Because one, I'm a defensive scheme creator. Two, I I create plays. On the offense side of the ball, every decision you make, I want it to be a bad decision. So what your job is against someone like me will be to limit the bad decisions you are making. Mm. So like Shimu said now, if, for instance, you're playing cover two and I call a play that's a corner goal. If, for instance, you choose to defend the corner, it means the goal is open and you've gotten beat because you saw us throw to the corner three times. You see what I'm saying? You yeah. see us throw the corner three times, and then this, the rather than the safety change the scheme and ask for help over the top, then decides of his own volition to go and defend the corner. Boom, the cube is going to hit you over the top. Touchdown. Easy pickings. Mm. So that's why we are saying at the start, you must be ready. You must be flexible as a defense. You must be flexible. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what like, you, can't, you can't be flexible if you don't understand your business assignment. That's why exactly. you have to understand because that's when you now have room to adjust. That's when you have room to do these extra things, these tells. This, that's when you have your primary assignment covered. If you don't have yeah. your primary assignment covered, nobody cares if they are beating you with their first play. Once a team is beating you with their first play and they are not having to change anything, you have to make changes. That is the tell that the defense is not working. They have yep. you beat. If every time they make a play, you there's no defensive stop on it, it's a first down, there's no pass deflection, no pass breakup, no nothing, then that coverage is not right, or there's something wrong, or the personnel isn't right, there's something wrong with that defense. If you are okay, having okay. to force them into third downs again and again, and you stop them from scoring in the end zone, then you are playing like good defense because okay. you are stopping them. Okay, sure. Let's 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 do let's do a little um a little sample test. So we're going to run through our budget things. Hey, I will call through the defense and see for ourselves from what we've seen, the tendencies they have, how we would set up defenses against them to have the most success. Mm-hmm. So do you want to go first or should I go first? Yeah, go first. Okay, go first. I'll pick the alphas. First two games of the season, we we saw Umi at QB. Mm. Umi's tendencies were short. She likes mm. to do dump offs to her. Um, I call them basically scatbacks. They are basically just running option routes, RPOs almost. So yeah. there, I would I would say, okay, Umi, your talents are the short part. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to get a very aggressive rusher. Very aggressive, very aggressive rusher there, mm. and I'm going to play press defense, press man defense. Yes. Because again, it's six. On six, mm. Umi cannot run. Yeah, Umi is yeah. not scrambling left and right. The thing is, Umi is a rookie QB. Rookie QBs have to be pocket passers. They can't be running QBs because they don't have that experience yet to run and throw on the run. It is yeah. a very tough skill for even yeah. the elite QBs. Yeah. You guess what I did there? Get out of here! I did not want to fall into that trap. Look, I'm on the roll. 
But <laughs> if I'm if for example I'm a defensive play caller and I'm going up against Umi, like I said in the first episode that we had this season, I'm going to make her life a living hell. All Umi is just going to see is bodies everywhere. Maybe she everyone, man for man. Yeah. Pick a man. Zara, go on the number one female receiver. Uh, Cole, go on the number one male receiver. Everybody, you are impressed. Do not step back. Let them literally almost make contact with your shoulder and mm. then carry them away. Yeah. Because people don't realize this. Even if our league has a line of scrimmage, which is around like three yards, the second the ball is snapped, the line of scrimmage no longer exists. It does mm. So I don't even need to step back. I can step forward yeah. and take the man. But what is happening a lot of the time I see in Abuja people is people just... Sta- exactly. They're just standing there and waiting for the player to make the catch. So in that particular situation, if I'm playing against the Alphas, I'll say, okay, Umi at QB, I'm playing cover zero, or I'm, or I'm playing cover one, man defense, press defense, send my rusher. This new QB they have... I saw that he's, he has a bit more intermediate throws. Mm. I'll say to myself, me? okay, the dude. I saw a dude. Oh, that's, that was... that's, that's the original QB. Mm. Uh-huh. So with him, I see, okay, he has a bit more deep to intermediate throws. He has a, a, a more diverse repertoire. So I'll respect him. I'll say, okay, in this particular situation, I can't play my cover zero. Yeah. Again... Is again, like I said, is man versus man. Vikings, I believe the Vikings will have better defenders than the Alphas, in my opinion. Because having Zara and having all pro call, I'm taking care of their number one and number two receiver. Yeah. The number one female defense receiver is out of it. The number one male receiver, receiver out of it. I believe the others who are there are going to do a decent enough job. I'm gonna run my cover zero again, see what see how our Russia keeps him on his feet, see how he changes. If he reads me again, okay, I can switch up to cover two and just play around him. Keeps changing the, 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 the different patterns of what he's seeing. But that's what that's my take on, on the offense. That, that, that's that's team. I'll, I'll, bro, this is to, I'll take the Panthers. Now, of course we will. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take the Panthers. Like, I would love to scheme for that game. I would my game plan going into that game would be to force the Panthers QB to be patient. You are not going to get anything over the top. Every throw you make over the top will be into double coverage and it will be a bad yep. I will force you to check down and you will decide to be patient. And the moment you decide not to be patient, you will pay for it. I'll play my cover three, have my three safeties over the top, and literally once that ball is in the air to any side. They are going after it. The ball can't change direction once it's in the air. Once oh. you see, because literally, it's going to be, once he's not going to take the check down, because that'll be the only way to kind of counteract it, because I have a lot of people backed up, so he's to take the check down with the intermediate. Once he doesn't decide to do that, once he doesn't stay patient and drive, I'll force you to drive down the field in downs to yep. score, than to score on one play. You will not oh, score on one play. Yeah. Every time you attempt it through in double coverage, I will pick it and I will punish you for it. So that will be the coverage I will play. Take out the long, force you to play short to fairly intermediate, depending on how. And then if you adjust to it, then I'll switch it to cover two and mix it with cover three, just depending on how you adjust to taking the check downs. If it doesn't take the short or intermediate, I'll play cover three. I'm even mixing cover four all day, depending mm-hmm. on, how, on how much you want to test me. And yeah. you, you, you will pay for it. No, no, that, that's, no, 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 that's that's great assessment, especially the fact that we know that this is a QB that almost plays like it's pickup, and pickup is score or go home. Yeah. So a little known part of defense that we didn't even touch on is time of possession. So like Shane said, if you're a bomber, I'll say okay, no problem, go deep. If you go deep, I'm gonna take my time. You go for an out, Abi. Like we know, he has a high tendency of going for fourth downs in silly yeah. places. So if you have a high tendency of going for four thousand silly places, once I have a turnover, guess what I'll do? I'll march. March down. I'll march and take the clock away from you. That you come on and want to do what? You want to rush and score again? Guess what? For an out. I'll march again and score. As if you never throw a pick before. Ah, bro, if he throws exactly. the pick, guess what I'm going to do? Because the moment I'm driving down the field, you'll get desperate because you, you feel like your receivers are on the bench. They yeah. barely even see the field. You feel like, oh, we need to get this back quick. Yep. And then you will make a mistake. 
this is exactly what the, the, the Chiefs did to the Ravens. Yeah. Exactly what they did to the Ravens. Lamar was, was cold. cold. He was cold. All they were doing was time of possession. There was a, I'll never forget. There was a time of... Imagine a quarter in football in about, what, 15 minutes. Yeah, and Patrick was, Mahomes had, had a nine-minute nine drive. A nine-minute and five-second drive. That ended up being a touchdown. That was crazy. That's tough. Then your offense comes onto the field. Your receivers are sucking ass. Your O line is a big like they are not. So yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. Zara, over to yeah, you. Yeah, what's yours? Who do you pick? Wait, hold on. Pick two to what? I know we, we picked. Guess what? She we picked. She doesn't have it. She doesn't have much of a choice. No, no, no. We picked all like, past the opponent. So now she knows she has to divulge secrets. I mean, <laughs> no, it's like you people are digging. I just wanted to do what? Because <laughs> you can't defend your team. So I think the, the team is pretty obvious that you have to prepare a scheme. Ah, no, she has two teams now. She has two teams ahead. The Mavericks and the Phoenix. And she has mm. not played both of them. So... Mm. <laughs> or if she I wants to pick her team to defend against her team, she'll give that, everybody that the secrets. Because other people listening to this podcast will also say, hmm, that's very good, Zara. <laughs> Keep, keep, keep telling us. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I will not <laughs> fall for your tricks, Satan. Get it behind me. If you don't fall for our tricks, we'll tell them how to beat the Mavericks. I say how to beat the Mavericks, how to beat the Vikings. Vikings. <laughs> we'll tell them. Go ahead now. Is it not the same Vikings that are listening to this and can change scheme? <laughs> you go to wear, you go to wear uh, shoes where you never wear slippers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me see. What team have I also seen play? I've seen the Mavericks play. Mavericks. Not, mm. I've seen the Mavericks play, and I've seen the Vikings play. So I'm going to pick. Who would I pick now? I'll pick the Vikings. Okay. If I'm playing against the Vikings, one thing I see with the Vikings is they have. Very, very, there's a play I know I saw, which was a drag play. The drag play where it took a player from um, almost towards the center of the field. Mm. It's not an out. It just seemed like a drag. So it just went behind it. Although there's a lot of ball watching in Abuja. Abuja, guys, please, please let's talk about ball watching. Please. There's a lot of ball watching there. So I would say in that particular essence, it means that the Vikings look for a lot of plays that are towards the out of the field. So your corners, your outs, the comebacks, I think those plays profit them a lot. Yeah. I've seen um, some, I've not really seen a go route because a lot of the Vikings plays have been picks because their offense has been quite stagnant. Yeah. So I would say for me, for them, an offense that is not firing on all cylinders, yeah. I would say take them at their word. Give them a good cover two defense. Yeah. The cover two defense here, your corners or your outside linebackers play respectable and prepared to carry. Always try and look behind you because those um, Vikings receivers tend to always go behind those corners and behind those outside linebackers. So be yeah. disciplined. And if you see there's no man in front of you and there's no running back there, just look behind you. Stay, like get your back close enough to them. Like if they throw the ball, you can jump up and bat it down. Yeah. And I've seen someone even have a pick against a Vikings player doing that. Yeah, no. A lady with a lot of hair. I don't know what, what team she plays. Yeah, I think, yeah. was it Panthers? Panthers so, yeah. you get me. Let the QB throw those 50-50s. And once the QB throws the 50-50s, you make your play, you get it done. So, I think cover two will give you a lot of favor against the Vikings because I've not really seen their QB as one to throw a lot of long balls downfield. I've, I've seen a lot of their scores on offense has been missed flags, you know, great... Great um, hip movement, but yeah. I've not really seen the QB go for big, chunk, long plays. I think he's more, again, of a short to intermediary style QB. So what you can do is respect him by playing your cover two defense, but switch it around a bit. Give him some man defense. Let's see how he can scramble around. If he can yeah, scramble and throw, learn your lessons. Give him some cover two defense as well. I don't think there's any need to... Cover three. I don't think he has the ability to beat a cover three defense because from what we've seen, in, in he scored what plus or minus I think is about fourteen points in two games. Uh, we know fully well that this is not like I said an offense that's scoring that many points. So there's no there's no long play or big chunk play they're going for. A lot of their plays to me are short to intermediary. So you're better off defending 
the short to intermediate routes with your corners, like I said, four across the line, high-low defense, your MLBs there, kind of trap them from time to time. So, yeah, that's my take on how to stop the Vikings. That's a good one. That leaves me with, that leaves me with the Mavericks. I think for the Mavericks, similar to what you said, I will play a very good cover two and mix it with cover three. Yep, primary I was the same. Look. scrambling quarterback. Yep, So if I make the mistake of playing cover zero or cover one, somebody is going to get open and he will scramble and buy more time and either rush or get the... Because the thing is, if I play man, Everyone is out of their spaces following people. The QB can now, if he beats the rusher, can now advance down the field. Because I think QB is still rush, right? Sorry. Um, no. Okay, QB is not rush. Don't no. run up the field. Okay, even still, like he could scramble to the side and get and get someone open. And chances yeah. someone would be open if he buys that extra time. But if I yeah. put good cover two and cover three, because this is a team that has a smile, that has joy. That has a lot of offensive firepower. Oh, no, Joy's on Phoenix. Yeah, no, on Phoenix. Oh, sorry, sorry. Joy's on Phoenix. That was from last season. But they have a smile still, like, player of the week from last week. Like, people mm-hmm. that, they still have, like, I don't know the other person's name, but they have some players that can beat you intermediate to long. So, I'll play good cover two to start with. Depending on how they get anti going long, I could switch it up to cover three. But that's, yeah. that's how I'll play coverage. Just make sure there's always someone to account for the deep. And make sure they have to play everything underneath us. Because for a team that loves to go deep, we want to take the deep out. So we want them to check it down and drive down the field instead of trying to go over the top of our smile or one of the other offensive firepower by buying more time with the QB. So that's how no, I think. Well said, bro. No, well said, bro. Well said. Hey, Abuja guys, so give me your expo. Pull like that down. All the expo, and I love it. <laughs> At least. If you want to take notes, you have our numbers. Call us up. We got mm-hmm. you. Don't say we don't do nothing for y'all. <laughs> Tell me. 